Good morning, Fabcasters. This is Arbar with the 5.30 a.m. podcast. Why? Because I'm on my way to meet with a, another guy from my, from my church. Um, and we're going to talk about the way mm, that God is working in their, their little community group. So my church, my local church that I attend is made up of, I don't know, a dozen or so little mini uh, community groups, which I consider to be church. I mean, every single one of them is church, ecclesia, the called out ones, the gathering, the assembly of people. And it's not just any people, but it's people who are believers in Jesus Christ. That's, that's the body. And then Sunday is a day where we all get together to party. I mean, not many of us know each other on a Sunday like we do on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday when we gather during the week. So there are several guys in, in this big church that uh, God has touched. So here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. In, in my little group, our groups meet on, on Tuesdays. Ours groups meet Sunday. Look at me. 5.30 talk. We meet on Tuesdays. And this was maybe almost a year ago. I start to share about the difficulties in my life, in my personal life, about parenting. And there's a sermon series about shame and grace. And shame would be saying to my children, get out of here. Or even in my heart saying that. How could you dare write on the walls with a crayon? Get out of here. That's shame. Shame is you don't belong in my presence. Grace is, come here, come here. Ah, yes, come here. Let me, let me give you a hug. Okay. Teaching moment. And then I proceed to impart truth to my child in a loving, gracious way that I'm a conduit of God's grace and mercy towards my children. So I'm in the group and I'm confessing like, that, that is so hard to me. And let me give you a couple of examples of what happened during the week. Just that. I, I think that was the point right there where everybody else in the room that could identify with that, which was every parent, it was every parent, they said in their hearts, man, I could, I could relate to this guy. And so what it did is it started for people to start sharing more um, open confession, group setting, corporate confession, corporate prayer. Why is that important? Because confession is, is the rubber that meets the road. I mean, I can say all day that I believe in God and that I'm, he's delivered me from fear, but until I share, I might be still wrestling with fear. Okay? So, that's my group. Another group in this church, one guy, it's burning on his heart to come clean with something. And then another guy had two things that he's never told his wife before. I had a chance to hang out with this guy, do lunch with this guy, do dinner with this guy, hang out and keep hanging out 
and keep it just loving on this guy, we end up sitting down, okay? Freedom Workshop, as if there was some sort of workshop in the Bible. It's just we sit down and hang out and pray and talk and love on each other and pray through everything. Um, we do that. And guess what happens with those two things that he's been holding on to? They become exposed. And guess how his wife receives that? She says, well, wow, I guess I should, wow, I guess I should tell you some things that I've never told you. That's called freedom. So this guy brings that to his group and it spreads. Another guy hears his testimony and says, oh my gosh, this is such confirmation. I also have things that I'm holding on to that I've never told my wife, that I've never told the group. And by the way, I call myself a leader. What does he do? He makes confession. And then this is not, there's no, there's no SOP here other than that God does all the work and we just believe God is true, believe what he says is true. So I speak the truth in love and I trust that God's got the rest. This, this is what's going on here. And since there is no, there's no standard way to do this, the guy just decides to do it um, corporately, corporately, okay? I don't know, maybe he prayed in his heart that it was the right time right then and there. He prayed. And he did it. And God gave him what to do. And he came up in, in, in the group. And there's another guy, okay, who decides that place is in his home. Tells his wife things that he's never, ever... He, he, convinced, he convinced himself by his own testimony. He says... I was supposed to bring this to the grave. Or no, his words were, I was intending to bring this to the grave. What does he do? He says, I'm not gonna listen to that trash. That's trash. I'm coming out. The news was so heavy, okay? The news was so heavy and joyous at the same time, like tears of joy. Uh, the wife calls others who come and then surround her. I'm not talking like days later. I'm, I'm talking about then and, then and there. The guys come and surround him. They love on them and, and they embrace them in the community. I'm meeting with another guy this morning, six in the morning, who says, what's the way ahead? And and this thing I said, dude, let's let's fan the flame. Oh, the word I said, let's pour, let's pour gas on this, on this fire. <laughs> let's pour gas on this fire and just watch revival happen right before our eyes. Okay. Uh, and this same group, right? In this same group, we are on the, the, the party church. Okay. That's what I call Sunday. Sunday's the party church when all the little mini churches, well, churches, when with all the churches get together in a building we look at a PowerPoint and we do group karaoke. It's amazing. So we're doing group karaoke to this song called Resurrecting Me by Elevation Worship, which is an amazing place, by the way. And, um, I mean, the song goes, goes uh, by, wait, no, wrong key. By your spirit, I'm alive. So dun, dun, yeah. The resurrected king is resurrecting me and then so i'm 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 looking at the lyrics right because it's powerpoint it's i mean it's karaoke and i 
scream at the top of my lungs, like as if uh, the LA Kings just won the Stanley Cup for the first time. I'm like, yes! Oh, yeah. And then I, I start clapping, and uh, I find out later on, I find out days later, people start giving testimony like, dude, the spirit was moving in that thing. And, and I, don't, I, I don't know um, what they were experiencing until they told me. So when at the same time when I did that, when I was overcome by the love of God and the truth that, that was captured in that song about the resurrected king resurrecting me, he says that he starts crying, like not, not, not normal crying, like snot coming out of his nose crying. That's not normal. And then another, and then, and then his wife embraces him, and it just sent this shockwave throughout the the right side of the building. Um, and and guys were lifting their hands, and guys and gals were lifting their hands, embracing, hugging, um, because of the truth that was released in that room. Okay, sounds weird, doesn't it? But it's amazing because the power is in the resurrection and he is resurrecting me and I would be a fool not to celebrate that in that moment. Every time there's a song that talks about freedom, about chains falling off, about Christ resurrecting me, I want to be celebrating at the top of my lungs and I also am going into, into a worship moment with my hands lifted high because I agreed with my brother, my sister, my cousin, and my brother-in-law that we would continue lifting our hands on Sunday party church until God brought complete healing to our family. Complete healing. And that's not some prayer that's just reserved for my family. That's for your family as well. Your family needs complete healing. My family needs complete healing. There is no family that doesn't need complete healing. Therefore, there is no person in church that shouldn't be there falling prostrate on the, on the deck Hands lifted high saying, Lord, save me. Have mercy on me. And others would say, Lord, I don't have unbelief. Fan the flame of my belief. Fan the flame of my belief. Set a fire in my soul that I can't contain, I can't control. I want snot coming out of my nose just like that dude over there. Because I'm desperate. Because I'm desperate. For you to come and change my heart so that I truly become a conduit of godly grace, of godly mercy, and godly peace. And that, my friends, you, no one can argue against. There is no law against these things. Just being a weirdo in non-believers' eyes, then I'm okay with that. I think you should be okay with that too. Fabcasters, it's lovely uh, venting here with you in the car, getting on the freeway, so it's perfect. I'm gonna go concentrate on safe driving. Peace out.